International Radio. Hello, dear friends, and welcome. You are with Bulgaria Today, the English language podcast of Radio Bulgaria. I'm Gusica Petkova. It is a pleasure for me to be joining you from our studio in Sofia on this really beautiful autumn day here. News stories in Bulgarian music coming up in just a second. The main topics today on November the 2nd, we open up with the leading news stories from Bulgaria and then we take you to Jerusalem and Tel Aviv where the 17th World Meeting of Bulgarian Media is taking place. Who are the participants and major guests and what is in the focus of the discussions? A report of Radio Bulgaria's editor-in-chief Krasimir Martinov who is attending the event. And at the end, emblematic Bulgarian classical music in the spotlight as we revisit the iconic Vardar Rhapsody of Pancho Vladigerov on its 100th birthday. Welcome to Bulgaria Today. Bulgaria Today. And we are starting with the main news headlines this Wednesday. President Rumen Radev continues the consultations on the formation of a regular cabinet. The Bulgarian authorities demand that Sofia airport concessionaire improve security. The birth rate in Bulgaria continues to decline and 29-year-old school teacher from Svilingrad has won the Enlighten Idea national campaign organized by the Bulgarian National Radio. Stay for the details. And now the news in full. The Movement for Rights and Freedoms is a political party with experience, a direct participant in the longest negotiations to form a government when the stake was clear, Bulgaria's membership in the European Union. This is what President Rumen Radev said during the consultations on forming a government with the third parliamentary force, the MRF. Some political forces prefer only talking instead of acting, MRF party leader Mustafa Karadayir said. Speaking about the national budget, he pointed out that a parliamentary majority was needed to prevent a rise in foreign debt. The Bulgarian Socialist Party and Vazrajdane Party said Bulgaria was not ready to enter the Eurozone on January the 1st, 2024. The two political forces referred to an analysis made by the Bulgarian National Bank. We do not change our opinion that entry into the Eurozone is indeed the completion of the integration process. But this should happen when we are sure that it is the right time for Bulgaria, Rumen Gechev from the Bulgarian Socialist Party said. According to him, the risks to the competitiveness of the Bulgarian economy are currently very high. Vazrajdane commented the admission of Bulgaria to the Eurozone with entering a trap and said that they have not given up on the idea of organizing a referendum on the topic. We continue the change political party has called on the caretaker cabinet to submit a budget for 2023 to parliament. 
the proposal of the Council of Ministers to extend the budget for the current year is a possible decision, but it is wrong because this, what is needed is an active incomes policy. Talking to reporters in Parliament building, representatives of GERP and the Movement for Rights and Freedoms commented that the decision to table an extension of the 2022 budget is a better option because it is a very dangerous thing at the time of the election campaigning, which the parties have been doing, to draw up a budget without having a regular cabinet. Bulgarian Socialist Party leader Kornelia Ninova commented that the proposal to extend the current budget would only make the population poorer. For more than 15 years, the United States and the Republic of Bulgaria have enjoyed a robust security partnership as treaty allies with a shared commitment to the security of the Balkans, the Eastern Mediterranean and the Black Sea region, reads a fact sheet on U.S. security cooperation with Bulgaria published on the U.S. Department of State website. Over the last five years, the United States has provided more than 238 million U.S. dollars in security assistance to Bulgaria to increase military professionalization, human resourcing capabilities, cyber security and NATO interoperability. Bulgaria's annual defense spending continues to increase on average and is on track to meet the NATO goal of 2% by the year 2024. Bulgarian authorities will impose the strictest sanctions, including termination of the concession contract with the concessionaire of Sofia Airport if security there is not improved. That includes staff training and improvement of technical equipment. Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Transport in the caretaker government, Christo Alexiev, stated. His words come as a reaction to a regular specific check by the European Commission, which established a security breach at the airport. The inspectors managed to smuggle parts of an explosive device without being detected or stopped, which jeopardizes the lives of the passengers, the public and the staff. The deficiencies have been rectified before the next European Commission inspection, Minister Alexiev said. Birth rate in Bulgaria keeps declining as it is 8.5 per 1,000 people, which remains lower than the European Union rate of 9.1 per 1,000 people, according to the 2021 Annual Report on the State of Citizens' Health approved by the Bulgarian government. The document states that Bulgaria also remains with a high overall mortality rate, which in 2021 was 21.7 per 1,000 people, compared to 18 per 1,000 in the year 2020 and an EU average of 11.6. At the same time, last year, the number of cases of malignant diseases continued to decline. The incidence of cancer of the digestive organs, breast cancer in women and gynecological cancers is the highest. Maternal mortality has declined. Bulgaria's Ministry of Tourism has been working successfully with Israel 
In 2019, Bulgaria was visited by 244,000 Israeli tourists. This year, we are making progress after the pandemic, and I can boldly say that next year we would reach this number again, Caretaker Minister of Tourism Ilin Dimitrov told the participants in the World Meeting of Bulgarian Media taking place in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. Destination Israel is increasingly popular among Bulgarian tourists, and we expect about 50,000 Bulgarians to travel to Israel next year, the minister pointed out. He expressed hope that during his visit to Israel, he would hold a bilateral working meeting with representatives of the tourism sector. An inspiring school teacher, historian and researcher from the town of Svilengrad, Dimitar Gilev, has won the audience vote in the Bulgarian National Radio's national public campaign Enlightener of the Year. It is a huge honor for me demonstrating that my work touches the hearts of people, Dimitar Gilev said after the award ceremony. The 29-year-old school teacher teaches dressed in costumes from the past to make his teaching more authentic for the students. He posts videos, articles and publications to his online platform entitled Ancient Bulgaria, which aim to awaken the spirit of the Bulgarian nation. COVID-19 513 is the number of new COVID-19 infections registered in Bulgaria in the past 24 hours. 333 down compared to a day earlier. The positivity rate stands at 9% versus 11.2 on Tuesday. The number of active cases in the country has gone down by 345. 79 is the number of new hospital admissions in the past day. Eight COVID-related death cases have been registered in Bulgaria in the past day. 37,888 is the number of all coronavirus-related deaths in Bulgaria since the start of the pandemic. And what's in the weather forecast for tomorrow? On Thursday, minimum temperatures in Bulgaria will range from 7 to 13 degrees Celsius. In the capital, Sofia, 8 degrees. During the day, there will be sun with clouds developing from the northwest, though no rain is in the forecast. Daytime temperatures will continue high for the season, reaching 19 to 24 degrees Celsius for Sofia, around 20. Along the Bulgarian Black Sea coast, air and water temperatures will be practically equal to around 17 degrees Celsius. Along the southern portion of the coastline, temperatures will reach 20. Over the mountains, there will be changeable clouds with occasional showers in some parts. Maximum temperature at an altitude of 1,200 meters will be 17 degrees at 2,000 meters, 10 degrees Celsius. On Friday, the weather is expected to continue unchanged. Bulgaria Today And main stories this Wednesday once again. Political parties in the Bulgarian parliament argue over the state budget and social expenditure next year. The United States and Bulgaria have deepened partnership in the defense sector. 
birth rate in Bulgaria continues to decline, and interest of Israeli tourists in traveling to Bulgaria has been growing. More is coming up. Don't go away. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. Next on our podcast, we have the 17th World Meeting of the Bulgarian Media in Focus. As you already learned, it is taking place in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv from the 1st to the 3rd of November, themed Media and Salvation. And one of the participants there is also Radio Bulgaria's editor-in-chief, Krasimir Martinov, one of the hosts of the Bulgarian-language podcast that we produce. And here is more in his report from the first and second day of the meeting. Representatives of 20 Bulgarian media from 13 countries have gathered in Israel. Until tomorrow, the focus of the meeting and discussions is the topic media and salvation. Addressing the participants, Bulgarian Vice President Ilyana Yotova emphasized that this meeting marks the beginning of the commemoration of the 80th anniversary of the rescue of Bulgarian Jews. Referring to the topic of discussions, Yotovo recalled the real news takes an average of six times longer to reach 1,500 people than fake news. And she also offered a different angle on the fake news debate. Is fake news possible if there are no fake policies? The war raging today in Ukraine at the heart of Europe is a war for Europe, for the Europe we have all dreamed of, fought for and have a duty to preserve. A Europe of the values we all stand for. But this is also the nightmarish reality of misinformation. A recent poll shows that more than half of Bulgarians do not trust information about the war. That is, they do not believe us when we talk about the war in numbers and percentages. On the Internet, the battle for facts, interpretations and sensationalism is no less dangerous and fierce, Ilyana Yotova stated. Can we crack down on the fake news epidemic? Here is more from her statement. The biggest responsibility lies with journalists and the media. And that is why the voices in support of real journalism have been quite strong lately. This should be the job not only of the journalists themselves, but also of the media who do not want to take advantage and profit from fake news, the Bulgarian vice president said. The media environment is becoming more complex in view of the influence of social networks. Bulgarian culture minister Velislav Minikov, who is coordinating state celebrations for the 80th anniversary of the rescue of Bulgarian Jews, said. 
Медийната среда в България все още продължава да бъде проблематична, основно поради две условия. Two factors make the media environment in Bulgaria problematic. The lack of transparency of the ownership of the media and the dependence of public media on state funding. The law on radio and television is outdated and does not correspond to the modern communication environment. Bulgarian culture minister pointed out, adding that Bulgarian media tend to go in different directions and in their attempt to appeal to the young audience, they seek to catch up with social media as a source of information. The World Meeting of Bulgarian Media, which have so far have been held in cities and countries with the largest Bulgarian diasporas, are an excellent platform for promoting the results achieved in the economy, including in Bulgarian tourism. Tourism Minister Ilin Dimitrov stated at the forum. Paraphrasing the motto of the meeting, he pointed out that the media is the salvation of the sector he represents and said more. We are currently fighting for our image. Every month we read between 150 and 170 negative headlines about tourism in Bulgaria, and this harms the entire sector. I would urge that we reconsider the way we talk about tourism. As far as the media environment is concerned, in the last three months, We have been actively focusing on new technologies, digitalization and social networks, Elin Dimitrov said. The 17th World Meeting of the Bulgarian Media taking place in Israel began yesterday with a thanksgiving service at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem. The service was served in Bulgarian by the Metropolitan of Western and Central Europe, Antony, and Archpriest Konstantin Tsankov, in co-service with priests from the Patriarchate of Jerusalem, members of the Holy Sepulchre Monastery Brotherhood. This was the first service in Bulgarian to be held on Golgotha. We prayed for the health and prosperity of the Bulgarian nation, Metropolitan Antony said after the service. As prelates of the Bulgarian Orthodox Church, we always pray for the ruling authorities, for the Bulgarian Patriarch, for all those whom God has consecrated, for whom the holy Bulgarian Orthodox Church, and especially here, in this most holy place for all Christians, where our Savior Jesus Christ suffered on the cross and where he was buried and rose again on the third day. For we know For every Orthodox Christian, the resurrection is the foundation of his faith. It is a belief that God has not forgotten us. So on that day, I prayed that God would redeem the sins of all of us, forgive us and bring about a better future and present for all Bulgarians throughout the land. Metropolitan Antony said, The Director General of the Bulgarian News Agency, Kirill Volchev, pointed out that the 17th World Meeting of Bulgarian Media begins at a significant place for Bulgarians, where not only the salvation of the Bulgarian Jews should be discussed, but also the salvation of truth in media and eternal values. Only think of the excitement of Bulgarians during the National Revival period, 
when they visited or dreamed of visiting Jerusalem. We begin the 17th World Meeting of Bulgarian Media in a truly significant place. Here and now, we practically set off the celebration for the 80th anniversary of the rescue of Bulgarian Jews by the Bulgarian state, the Bulgarian Orthodox Church and the entire Bulgarian nation. But this is a very appropriate place to talk about the salvation of truth in the media in a world of lies freely parading on the Internet, Kirill Vojtjev said. Today, the first panel discussion on media and human salvation in Jerusalem took place and the panel was moderated by Associate Professor Georgi Lozanov, head of the Bulgarian News Agency's Knowledge and Culture Directorate. The second panel, entitled Media and Their Salvation in the Internet World, was hosted by the Israeli news agency Tatspit Press Service. The traditional award of the National Endowment Fund 13th Centuries of Bulgaria for contribution to the dissemination of Bulgarian culture by Bulgarian language media abroad will also be presented during the meeting. After the discussions, the participants will visit Yad Vashem, the World Holocaust Remembrance Center, dedicated to the 6 million Jewish victims of the Holocaust. A visit to the American Jewish Committee, Jerusalem, and a meeting with its director, Avital Leibovich, are scheduled to take place afterwards. <music> You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. More news reports about the 17th meeting of Bulgarian media taking place in Israel will be available on our website. And now it's finally time to listen to some Bulgarian music on our show. Music editor Obena Bezovska selects it for us and for all fans of Bulgarian music artists worldwide. And today, her selection is of a truly masterpiece and emblematic work for Bulgarian classical music. Let's find out more. Song of the Day This year marks the 100th anniversary of the creation of the Vada Rhapsody, one of the most popular Bulgarian classical music works known in various transcriptions. The music written on a grand scale, glamorous, festive and colorful. What Pancho Vladigerov's musical legacy is all about. And it is certainly the most famous work of this celebrated Bulgarian composer, pianist and conductor. A hundred years ago, the then 23-year-old Vladigerov was living in Berlin. Having started his musical education in Bulgaria in 1914, together with his twin brother, violinist Luben Vladigerov, they went to the German capital, where they studied with famous teachers. The composer twice won the prestigious Mendelssohn Prize of the University of Berlin, first in 1918 for his first piano concerto and in 1920 for three impressions. No less remarkable is the fact that the great conductor Herbert von Karajan, even as a student, performed works by Pancho Vladigerov, and in 1926 he graduated, performing his Piano Concerto No. 1. As is known, 
Pantovlady Gerov worked for the Deutsches Theater at the invitation of Max Reinhardt himself. In this period, in 1922, the composer signed a contract with the famous Viennese publishing house Universal Edition. In the same year, he wrote the Varda Rhapsody, which in its first version was for violin and piano. According to the words of the composer himself, in 1921, there were Bulgarians sitting in a pub in Berlin, among them artist Konstantin Stilkilov and Pancho Ledigerov himself. In the middle of the evening, Stilkilov started singing a song and Pancho Ledigerov took out a notebook and wrote down the melody. Not long afterwards, he invited his friends to his home, where Pancho and Lyuben premiered the new work entitled Bulgarian Rhapsody for Violin and Piano, Opus 16. Later they learned that the theme on which the composer built the final parts of the work was actually a patriotic song of Bulgarian composer Dobry Chintulov, included in the collection Balkan Songs. In the following year, 1923, the work was published by Universal Edition under the name Bulgarian Rhapsody Vardar, and later, in 1928, Vladigerov orchestrated it for a large symphony orchestra, made several more transcriptions, and in 1971, Lyuben Vladigerov reworked Varda for two solo violins. Thus, in short, is the story of this work, which is being truly performed all over the world and became emblematic not only for its author, but for Bulgarian musical culture at large. Varda Rhapsody by Pancho Vladigerov. And with this performance of the Symphony Orchestra of the Bulgarian National Radio, we are saying goodbye to you, dear friends, this November the 2nd. Thank you for being with us. Do join us again tomorrow for more Bulgarian stories and music. I wish you a wonderful evening. Bulgarian National Radio.